I kept expecting somebody to stop me and be like, oh, I have to go pee. Oh, I have to go get a drink. Oh, hold on. I need my water. I have my water. I've got everything I need right here. I know you do. A catheter inserted. Wow. I Last thing I remember was that we were in the car and we were driving away from the church and that Charlie was running away as a moose. There was more. There was actually quite a bit more, I think. No, there wasn't. Yeah, we ended up back at the house. Yeah. Lester did, no, we did magic, I think, right? I did? Yep. yep. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I You tried don't... to heal Adelaide, and then... Oh, 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 I remember, because Heather fucked up the thing that makes the bad people not come Okay, in. can we not phrase it like that? <laughs> well, nobody knows that. Come on, mm. now. The audience will know. You guys, I completely wiped that from my memory. Like, my memory says that we all got in the car, and then, like, Dennis or somebody was like, I'm really tired. Let's stop recording here. And then we all stopped recording. No. That is point for point what my memory of that night is. I have no recollection of anything else. Wow. (laughs) The power of your mind, Lester. It's really the lack of power. When you don't make serotonin naturally, it really fucks up a bunch of natural Listen, biological processes. I'm right there with you. Heather's like, I know all about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's brutal. Speaking of fucking things up, I'm about to do some major rearranging. So have fun cutting this out of my audio track. Mm, great. Just don't talk while you're doing it. Moving my laptop, shifting my <laughs> iPad around, getting my character sheet up. I think, I think she meant like plot relevant. <laughs> Welcome to Nameless Monsters, the only podcast where you can hear us shifting around furniture the entire time live. (laughs) Join our Twitch stream, (laughs) Furniture Frolicking. Monsters Moving. Monsters Moving. Nameless Movers. That's much better. I have thought about it. If we do ever get to the point where we do, you know, live shows, knock on wood or whatever, or God forbid, whichever one you prefer, (laughs) the audience is just not going to know what to do with all the stuff they have to hear that normally Heather cuts out. It's going to be such (laughs) a shock. No, because if we are alive, we will have to keep our shit more together. We're all going to wear masks and hooded robes. And that will cover up all of the weird mouth noises. Everyone except Nate is going to. And so Nate will look like a freak because he'll be the odd man out. If everyone else is wearing a mask and a hooded robe and you're the only guy who isn't, then you're the weirdo. You do have a point. Spoken as a cult member. All right. Welcome to Nameless Monsters, everyone. Thank you for joining us for our 21st episode. I really like the number 21 because it's divisible by seven and three. And I'm not sure why that appeals to me a lot, but it just does. There is something there, you know, seven and three. Yeah, it's magic numbers. It's Uh, like the Thursday and the Tuesday. Yeah. 
it, it makes me feel all... It's divisible uh, by two prime numbers. Yeah. I wish I had a camera so y'all could see the face I'm making. <laughs> oh, man. I feel it. I feel Just, it in like, my... like, thinking person. so hard, trying to follow along. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining us. I am your keeper, Nate. I go by he, him pronouns, and with me tonight, I have... Heather! Hi, I'm Heather. I play Mags Oliver, the professional. We both use she, her. Lester! Gross. I'm Lester. I play Morris, he, him pronouns for both. Back to robot. And Dennis! Hi, I'm easy listening Dennis. I play Brad Johnson. Jesus Christ. Both of us are he, him. God damn. Getting into that ASMR mood. That's that's the episode today, folks. It's just all ASMR. Making fun of my NPR voice. I was trying to find a different like a different vibe from Heather's like game show intro and <laughs> Lester's AI voice. That sounded more like the radio hosts who do the like after hours relationship call yeah. yes. shows at ten PM. You've reached Delilah. Yeah. And also, our very, very wonderful special guest, Rachel. Hello, I'm Rachel, they, them, and I am playing Charlotte Johnson, the monstrous she, her. That's a radio voice. (laughs) That's specifically a radio advertisement voice. Yes. Very nice. Very nice. Very well done. You're about to sell some toothbrushes. It It really adds that professional energy that we so desperately, desperately need on this show. Yeah, I'm definitely the person to be bringing that. <laughs> Which, oh, yeah. <laughs> does anybody want to summarize what happened last time? Has Rachel done it yet? Okay, um, we were in the church basement, quotation marks around church basement, because I yeah. don't know if I'd actually call it that. <laughs> um, we didn't have to have a terrible battle because Nathan was actually being kind and yeah. patient and understanding with us. Um, I let everybody leave while I turned into a tiny little mouse to get away from them, technically to get some information, but also because I didn't want to murder anybody that I was close to, and then went into the one of the doors that was closed, murdered two guys, didn't get any more information. (laughs) (laughs) Could not control yourself. Bolted out of there before I got killed. Two Gregs, specifically. (laughs) Managed to get back out, no problem. We all made it back. Adelaide is in a seemingly magic coma or negative magic coma. Mm. Uh, We did a fashion show for clothes. Heather made a role that's going to destroy us all. Uh, Yep. Beautiful. (laughs) Yes. That's pretty much it. Also, we did see Sam Kelly like cocooning himself so that he could attack us in his final form later. Yeah, his final. Well, after he you all didn't see it. The audience saw it. I know it's sacrilegious, but like we should have burned down the church. (sighs) Yeah, probably. This is why when when Morris pulls out the matches or the lighter or whatever (laughs) I used, you shouldn't stop him. He's got the right idea. The problem was we were in it. I was confident that we could get out (laughs) fast enough. We were on the we were on the ground floor. We didn't have Adelaide. I keep forgetting that was the purpose of that mission. (laughs) (laughs) And Lester also, I think Morris was still paranoid at that point. Is Morris still paranoid that we're all mushroom people? I think so. I think so, yeah. God. 
No one's told me he's not paranoid. <laughs> Do you feel like anything about this situation has comforted you at all? No. Are you, okay. We were attacked by bug <laughs> men. Yeah, I know. I was just making sure. <laughs> bug man. I was just putting it out there. Singular. I Okay, here's... Hey, listeners, here's a recap from last time. Brad abandoned Morris to die. You, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, I was fine, but it still happened. I, that is the opposite thing. That is the worst thing to do when someone <laughs> is magic paranoid. Okay, to be fair, I don't know if Morris knows that Brad made that choice internally. All he saw was Brad punch Sam Kelly's bug face with his magic fists. I don't remember enough details to <laughs> refute that statement. Just to know that he's mad about Let's it. all gaslight Morris into believing that we convinced him that we're not mushroom people. <laughs> brutal. Yeah, why didn't you guys try gaslighting Morris? I guess it's not really, I guess it's not Brad and Mag's move. Like, Morris would gaslight someone, but. <laughs> I think we open with flashes of dreams. Nothing that the audience can quite make out. It's just flashes of nightmares. Definitely not pleasant dreams or anything like that. We get like one of those split shots with all of you in the frame. You're all sleeping. And then, you know, flashing image of a giant green egg that is now open. And out of it is crawling an otherworldly landscape. That's all you can call it. A landscape that has strange geometries and strange plants and strange creatures flitting amongst what you guess to be some kind of flora. And the landscape is literally crawling out of the egg and everything it touches is becoming changed. And then everybody wakes up at the same time. Whoa, that's wild. I roll over and look at Morris and say, oh, I had the weirdest dream. Are we sleeping no, in the same no, bed? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> We're all on sleeping bags in one room together. <laughs> Are we healed now? Everybody heals one harm. Can I restock my med kit while we're here i think you're gonna definitely have to go into town for that okay can i get a working a new flashlight that's on my list we're gonna get flashlights headlamps oh yeah can we just go to greg's general store shopping episode yeah you can go to greg's general store all right forget that dream shit let's go to greg's general store wait what dreams did you have a weird dream I had a weird dream. I have weird dreams all the time. Okay, but did you sometimes have one about old an egg? cat ladies talk to me? Sometimes there's eggs. Sometimes Brad is leaving me to die. You know, just all sorts of dreams. There was an egg then. I also had a dream about an Brad egg. Brad sticks his head out from around the refrigerator door where he's getting breakfast together. I had an egg dream too. <laughs> okay, egg cracking, alien landscape spilling out and taking things over. I'm gonna make an omelet. <laughs> Egg sounds so good. It wasn't right now. spilling. It was literally crawling. Oh. Like of its own volition, it was crawling. 
Mm. Why do you say crawling? Why do you do that? Why do you put that image in my head? It's, <laughs> it's horrifying. It gets scarier every time you say crawling. What is your guys' mental image? Because my mental image is just a glowing green baby. <laughs> Mine is like a hexus from Fern Gully. Yes. But like Ooh, foliage. Like yes. I'm kind of picturing, imagine like a landscape crossed with like a tesseract from uh, Interstellar where it's all sort of like mm-hmm. folded in on itself and fracturing and crawling is like Ooh. it sort of like expanding its itself out into space with intention forming and shattering and fracturing and all that gross stuff very wrinkle in time yeah but horror yeah and spikes yeah. for some reason i don't know of i'm course. just trying yeah. to figure out how a skinny little nerdy hippie like what's his face could even bring something like that about jaden He's not a hippie, he's a ska guy. Yeah, he's ska. Baby, they are like close cousins. <laughs> they are. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> it's jam band adjacent, so you're like three steps from hippie. <laughs> Nate, Nate wanted him to wear a suit, and I was like, okay, who wears suits and would also hang out with weird cat ladies? Also with a name like, like Jaden Indigo Child, he had hippie parents, hard stop. Yep. He has For like sure. four Ys in his name. Yeah. <laughs> He does. It's all true. I thought you were going to say, he has like four moms. <laughs> that too. Rachel, that too. I thought that too. I... <laughs> all right, we got to move forward. We got to move forward. Deep Jaden Indigo Child. No, I want to know more about these moms. Flashlights, headlamps, first aid kit. I want to double down and see if we can find Gilly and see what they had to do with all of this mess. Yeah, I no, yeah, I she's with the cult. I saw her in the basement there. Okay. Well, that clears things up a little bit. Mags crosses that name off her list. Yeah, here's the thing though. Like they didn't seem all there. Like they didn't seem like they were really aware of what was happening. That's just how all cops are. <laughs> I mean, valid, but That's not how they were when we were talking to them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like they looked like I looked at their face and they looked at me and it's like they didn't really see me while they were looking. So did we see anybody else that we might have known? Charlotte, who did you see? I, I know you don't know the people in the community, but can you describe the people that you saw when you went back behind the steel doors? Charlotte obviously describes two Gregs. <laughs> <laughs> two Gregs. I knew it. Two Gregs. Now you don't have to feel so bad for murdering that one guy. Yeah, there were at least three of them. You got two spares. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I didn't. I didn't mean to murder him. I kind of love the idea that that Morris and Brad have turned this into a meme. <laughs> <laughs> you did mean to murder him. You I mean, absolutely did. You pushed him into a fucking hole. Okay. There's a difference <laughs> between defending oneself and murder. I didn't murder him. He was killed. It was manslaughter. You can bring that in front of a court of law. There you go. Or not even a court of law. That's between you and God. It was manslaughter, okay? I don't think God makes those distinctions. He literally does. That's true. Anyway, anyway, immaterial. Gilly? Greg? Do we think the mayor had something to do with this? We know that he had something to do with the massive. Oh, people. the mayor definitely did. You don't just have a free agent mayor when the town's this fucked up. The mayor's in on it too. The mayor's always in on it. 
Yeah, Adelaide did tell us that he was part of the leadership or whatever that Greg was a member of. Yes. I guess we need to just go and take what we can from Greg's general store. Is there going to be a Greg there? Are they going to know that we're involved in all of this? We're going to move forward. So we zoom out from conversation and decision making and what you're going to buy at the store and all of that. Like we zoom out of the house out and down a bit and the camera comes by the bushes at the front of the house the plants there in the garden oh no and we see small tiny like offshoots on some of these plants that are malformed and strange looking and strange colors and strange geometry the same kind of stuff that you saw coming out of the egg you don't see this the audience sees this it's not noticeable enough, I don't think, for all of you when you are when you just walk outside. And we cut to everyone driving to town. Yes? Yes. Everyone riding. Somebody stay with Adelaide. Yeah, I don't think I'm leaving Adelaide. Okay. So we cut to Mag, Charlotte, Morris pulling up to a completely empty downtown. Oh. There's nobody here. All right, guys, we can steal shit. There's like leaves blowing across the street. The sky is overcast. You know, it's got that real uh, post-apocalyptic kind of vibe. But the doors are locked to Greg's general store and it says closed. Little flip sign on it. I use magic to unlock the door. We could just bang it open, I think, before we have to use magic. Okay, you want to use magic? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got an 11. Oh, never mind. I'll shut the fuck up. (laughs) so what are you doing with use magic um so morris is picking up a crystal and he's just smashing the door handle but you know magically (laughs) (laughs) and it just like blows the lock off it just it you know it just unlocks now it's open we're good to go okay wow okay best of both worlds (laughs) morris smashes the door open basically mags is gonna go through and she is going to. Do you want me to tell you the things that I'm looking for? Do you care about this? Or can we just say that I Yeah, got just, things? I mean, just list them out and so that the audience knows. And uh, we have a montage of mags like grabbing shit off the shelves. I'm getting all of the D cell batteries, just all of them in the store. Okay. I'm okay. getting every flashlight that is in this store, every single one. I am cleaning them out of all first aid supplies. And I'm looking for headlamps, propane, uh, or not, uh, uh, what's the sterno cans, candles, roadside flares, any of that stuff going in the bag. That's a lot of shit. Yes. That's a lot. Yes. We'll say you have like a couple of flares, a couple of, not an infinite amount of flares, a couple of flashlights. There aren't like 50. I mean, I know it's not Walmart. I'm just saying. I'm taking it all. Six, maybe. Great. There's several packs of D batteries, for sure. And, yeah, you. we have a little montage of you shoving all this shit into multiple bags and, like, filling one up and passing it off to Morris. 
Morris has his own stuff to get. Well, you know. And Morris just setting it down. Yeah. <laughs> Morris just sets it down. <laughs> Max keeps handing Morris stuff, and Morris just puts it back with a weird look on his face. Like, okay. <laughs> Why are you handing this to me? <laughs> Max doesn't notice it, and Charlotte just watches. <laughs> no, of course. I'm not going to intervene. It's not my business. <laughs> All right. What do you grab in the montage, Rachel? I know this is a dumb question, but are there any guns here? Yeah, there are probably like some rifles, some hunting rifles here. Then I grab those. Just all of them? I grab three rifles. What you grabbing, Morris? I'm going to get Hello Kitty Band-Aids, a ring pop, a new flashlight, a commemorative snow globe, ammonia, a granola bars, a commemorative Gregland hat, a cool knife, a tarp, some gloves, and an emergency blanket. Are you playing Fallout? Yes. Awesome. Okay, yeah, you. I think you can grab one of each of those things. Awesome. Can the tarps and stuff fit in your infinity pockets? I would think it was like a small tarp, like a travel tarp, if that makes sense. <laughs> no, Lester, it doesn't. Not like a 10 foot by 10 foot tarp, but like a two by two or like three by three foot tarp. Like a tarp. Now, instead of a tarp, let's say rain poncho. That makes more sense. Rain poncho, perfect. Love it. Cool. No takesy backsies on any of these items. That done, I want to go in the back and look for the books of this place. Ownership materials. I'm looking for stuff pertaining to Greg. Okay, fair or enough. the mayor, if the mayor has any part in this. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> there is an office in the back. It is locked. I'll bust it open. I'll get a fire axe. So I go in, I start going through the desk, looking at accounting ledgers, looking for titles and deeds and notes, memo books. So really funny thing about being completely separate from current reality is there's no need for these things like deeds and uh, shit like that. Yeah. So there's nothing along those lines. Oh, jeez. There okay. are some basic accounting ledgers. Just like keeping track of the money that comes in. So this is a bust. What else can we do? What else can we do right now? Since apparently there's no one in town, do we want to go to the sheriff's office? Break into the mayor's office. Yes, let's go. That's a great idea, Morris. Charlotte, are you with us? Uh, Yeah, sure, of course. Let's go. Crime time. Crime time! We cut to the mayor's office. It is a modestly sized town hall it just has some a couple of offices in it it's nothing huge and then there's a, like a small city council chamber off to the side in keeping with you know the majority of the architecture here it looks old quite old but well kept you know it's it's painted white and there's uh, it's pretty much just all wood Painted, but fading, and somewhat old, but not, like, decrepit. Are there people here? There is no one here. Great. The doors are locked. Is there just, like, an alert system that everybody in the town has that we don't have? Is there a remind me that we're not on? I think whatever happened in that church took everybody's energy and everything else. And I just want to see up here if there is anything that we can find that is going to tell us what we're facing down there. What do you do? 
let's bust the door open. Is there like a window we could smash? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Is there like a trash can nearby? Sure. I just take the butt of my mag light and hit out a pane of glass and reach in and unlock the door from the right side. Fair enough. I don't think that it's that difficult. And Morris chucks a trash can through a window. Just cuz. Just cuz. Yep. Great. Yep. That will be noted. I'm making a note of that right now. They're going to make Morris pay for it. Okay. It opens up. This is a small office building. There's about four offices and then the mayor's office. That's what I want. Mary Cordry. All right. It sounded like I said Mary Cordry. Mayor Sid Cordry. Marrying Sid Cordry. Hmm. Ew, no. My God, congratulations on the nuptials. Gross. <laughs> oh, God. Disgusting. I'd rather marry Greg. <laughs> That's a strong statement there. Yes. True. So I am going straight to Mayor Cordry's office. All right. I want to find details about what in the world is going on here. Do you just kick the locked door open? Yes. All right. You bust in. (gasps) There is an office here. It's quite nice, actually. There are old items hanging on the walls that are like from the founding of Triple Springs. And there are filing cabinets and a large desk. Uh, Brad. Yo. Why don't you name a couple of things in this office? Things that scream like villain mastermind. <laughs> gotcha. There is, let's see, there's an, an, a bat full of piranhas. <laughs> there's a note on his desk in his own handwriting that says, I am the bad guy. Ooh, I got one. There is a bug collection. Right? You guys have all seen these like pinned bug collections that people do with like beetles and butterflies and that sort of thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Except that his is just normal houseflies, all of which have the wings pulled off. God. That's horrifying. Uh, I'm going to add something to that, actually. Sure. They are all houseflies, but they are slightly mutated. You are making my skin hurt. (laughs) So that's one. And then the other one, is it, am I stepping beyond the bounds of like what I can create if I give him like a little black book, but it's all written in code? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. What kind of code? It's not like you know the code. Yeah. (laughs) When I say code, I don't even mean like, like not even like letters you recognize. Um, It's not even. like a different language. Yeah, but not even like a different language, like the way Russian is a different language. Like these don't look like letters at all it's all alien language kind of yeah but it's all geometric and doesn't seem to have any kind of structure that you can pick up on right away cool baller i hate him i'm gonna go through the desk first finding anything i can all right so i'm just gonna have you roll investigate a mystery for the whole room that's what i was waiting for that's a six on one oh oh box cars baby hell yeah that's a 14. Nice. Hot. On a 10 plus, you hold two. What is being concealed here? Yeah. Hmm. As you are searching, there is a button. Wasn't it a button in the church? Yeah. A very, very similar button hidden inside a false back of a drawer in the desk. Okay. 
And do you press it? Not yet. Okay, fair enough. What's your other question? What was it going to do? Oh, a very interesting question. I think you get the date book, like his calendar that is also just sitting on the desk. And in it, you see like this week is marked the final week. And it has a note for the chamber midnight about three days from now. Friday. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is important information. Uh, we have until Friday. The chamber, midnight, Friday. Nate, question. I have that old black magic move where I can use magic to investigate a mystery, but I don't know if I would get any new information. I basically want to know if, like, Morris can, like, sense any magic having been done in this general area. Sure. You can roll that if you want. All right. All right. I got a six plus three, which is a nine, plus my one going forward is a ten. Woohoo. Okay. What's your question? What magic happened here? Let's do that one. Jaden's magic happened here. Okay, I can sense Jaden's magic. Oh yeah. Stinks of it. Anything more specific or just it stinks of Jaden? It just reeks of Jaden. Jaden has been here. My nemesis has been here. Peed in the corner. Yeah. Pretty much. That sounds exactly like what he would do. You should go pee in the corner to cover up his pee. <laughs> I'm not gonna pee in the corner. <laughs> Pee on his desk. Tempting. Tempting. But I'm not going to do it. Rachel is just a dog now. All right. I'm just I'll do it then. Probably should do that. <laughs> you guys look up and Charlotte's just peeing in the corner. So, Lester, I just, I don't think that there has specifically been a lot of magic done here. But I'm giving you something that. Yeah. You know. We know, we know Jaden and the mayor involved. Or Jaden killed and ate the mayor with magic. So, what do you do? Uh, I make a note of where that button is and say, maybe we should get back to the house to talk about this. Smash cut to Brad. Brad. Yeah. You smell s'mores. Oh. It just kind of wafts from you now. Oh. Just occasionally. <laughs> Just, you smell like s'mores. I'm really glad that I gave him s'mores in my first encounter and not some stinkier food. <laughs> oh, man, that would have been rough. Some leftover shawarma or something. I forgot that the plaid wizard smelled like s'mores. I really thought you had just decided that there were marshmallow people. What? Oh, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Never mind. Move on. <laughs> it's okay. Dennis, what's happening to Brad? So, Brad... Yeah. I think you're sitting there at Adelaide's bedside. What are you what are you doing? Every time that I've made food for everybody else, I've also made food for Adelaide and brought it to her. Just like two separate full meals sitting there. Oh. Yeah. Well, I I clear I clear off the one that she hasn't eaten, you know. He eats the other one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's probably reading to her some occasionally. I think every now and then he gets bored in the house and just, he's probably done a lot of push-ups since they've left just to try and stay, you know, keep the blood moving. And I think part of this is him trying to sort of distract himself from not really knowing how to help her. Sure. As we kind of cut from you doing one thing to you doing another and another and another we finally end with a cut with you 
sitting next to Adelaide, her in bed, and we hear the soft rumble of thunder overhead. And Adelaide, as soon as that thunder hits, bolts straight up. Her eyes are filmed over white, and she struggles to pull in a a rasping breath. And as she does so, why don't you roll? I think just act under pressure. That's a six and a five. So that's a 12. As she draws her breath in, you feel your newfound power, your magic, your strength begins to get pulled from you but you are able to fully keep it inside. Jeez. And then she slams back down onto the bed, her eyes closed once again. Um, okay, okay. Adelaide? Are you, um, that was weird. Can you hear me? Are you okay? Her eyes slowly open and don't open all the way. It's just like it's taking a lot of effort to open her eyes. Yeah. And she says, Brad, 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 is is that you? Yeah, yeah, that's me. I scoot closer, lean down over the bed. Brad, I'm, I'm, I'm so hungry. Well, I'll whip you something up. What can I get for you? She grabs you feebly as you get up to get her the food that you brought and brings you, like, closer to her. And she says, Brad, it's not that. The magic, they... They took it from me. I need it. I need it. I need more of it. I need it back. Okay. Um... I, I don't. You. You have so much. We're gonna. We're gonna help you. Can just. Can you just give me a little, please? And she like pulls herself towards you. Um. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I um. I can try. Just uh. Uh. Yeah, hold. And hold on. she pulls herself up to your face, and then kisses you. Um, <laughs> are you going to try to resist the magic being pulled? I think I'm gonna push it back a little bit and tell her to rest. I'm just okay. Oh, 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 just lay down, okay? Why don't you roll? Act under pressure. It's another six oh, and a six. Oh my god! <laughs> nice. Holy shit! Yeah, as you feel your your essence being pulled out from you from this from this contact you immediately push her back and she does not do well with that her feeble strength from before is multiplied and she is like pushing back and trying to get to you you see a hungry light in her eyes I, I'm, I'm going to try to calm her down when that doesn't work. Um, 
I'm going to tell her that, okay, gosh, yeah, I'm just going to leave the room. Like, I'm, I'm, I want to help, but I can't. I think you have to roll act under pressure to get out. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to out of that room. I'm not going to hurt her, but it's a four and a five. So plus one is 10. Oh, nice. Wow. Brad is so cool right now. Fire. You push her back and she like trips over the bed and falls backwards into it. And in a flash, you are out the door. And do you lock it? Yeah. If I can, I mean, well, wait, we established that they, you can, you can unlock it from the inside. Yeah, because they're bedrooms. So you slam the door shut and then lean up against it and you feel her scrabbling at the door and turning the handle and pushing on it and banging on it. Yeah. The camera is looking at Brad's head and the door is like pushing out in rhythm with the bangs. Heather here, ready to talk to you all about my drinking habits. I love having a fancy drink at all times, but especially when I'm sitting down for a long haul game session. My ideal scenario is my ever-present big cup of water, a coffee to keep me going, and a third cup of something that will surprise me when I'm focusing too hard on destroying Greg and think that I'm grabbing the coffee. Mini World's Tavern is a win-win. It's an honestly good beverage catered to dorks like me. They're the online coffee and tea company for game night. They have a give back program that donates a dollar from every bag sold to various tabletop related nonprofits. They also do a cool treasured realm monthly box that sends a special blend of coffee, magic tokens, stickers, and dice. It's like I've been profiled. We're really grateful for their support in our upcoming project with the Storyteller Squad. And we are happy to let you know that the first 100 listeners who use the code NAMELESS at checkout will get 10% off their purchase. So hurry on over to ManyWorldsTavern.com and get my Christmas present unlock. Okay? Okay. Thanks, guys. And we cut to Charlotte. What are you doing, Charlotte? While they were pilfering through the office, can I have maybe gotten one of my little totems out and turned into like, hold on, I wrote it down, a peregrine falcon. And I want to zip around town and look into- Do you have to roll use magic for that or anything? No, I just do it. You can just do it? God damn. Monstrous, baby. All right, sweet. But I want to zip around from house to house and look inside and not, like, get very close to people. But I want to, like, see if I can see inside and if they're just laying there comatose. You don't see anyone in any houses or outside. Every house that you were able to visit in this time has no one in it. That is spooky. Why don't you roll Investigate a Mystery for me? And add plus one because of your... Animal senses. Um, that is not very good. That's a six. Oof. 
Ooh, even with the additional plus one? Yeah, I rolled a one and a four. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, God. Oh, wait, wait. That's a seven. <laughs> That's a six. Well, I have a plus one anyways. Oh, okay. So you get plus two. So you barely make it. Okay. Hold one. What happened here? You see a couple of people filing into the church. Okay. Just a couple of people. I think I indicated before I did this that I was going to turn into this incredibly fast bird. And then I was going to meet them back at the the bread and breakfast. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Throwback. (laughs) Oh, wait. Can I check my cat brooch real quick? Yeah, absolutely. It flashes moderately. Uh, Likely he is nearby somewhere. You are not sure where, but you are in the downtown area, like where the church is and all of that. I'm assuming by, well, he's probably in the church still then, because that is where we like left him. That is true. We are definitely going to get him, Morris. Yeah, I'm going to kick his ass and then I have to not kill him. Yeah, that'll be hard. Because of the geish. Yeah. Um, so I guess we're going home. All right. So, Brad, tell me what they arrive home to. What have you done in the meantime to keep Adelaide in the room? I mean, was there any any furniture in the hallway? Can I do the door under the knob trick? Yeah, there's like a chair in the hallway for sure. Yeah, there's a chair in the hallway. Then chair, but I'm also sitting against the opposite wall with my feet out straight so that way even if the chair moves, the door would like hit my feet before it was able to open enough for uh, her to come out. And I'm just sort of sitting there looking bedraggled and unsure and just wondering why things can't just just go right for a minute. So we hear the scraping of the chair or the banging of the door and it draws us up. And you arrive upstairs to find Brad across the hallway against the wall uh what 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 happened is everything okay and mags gets next to an armoire that's at the other end of the hall and starts pushing against it to try and inch it down because whatever it is it's bad (laughs) (laughs) no okay is definitely not how i would describe the situation um adelaide is trying to eat my uh she's trying to eat me but not like my body, more like the like. Okay, you guys know like the rainbow, the rainbow super punch thing that I can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Like whatever part of me is able to do that, she's trying to eat that part of me. Oh. And I say eat. That sounds bad. Yeah. It it wasn't it wasn't great. Like she sat up and like her eyes were all white and like crazy, and then she told me she was hungry, and then she canceled me. Um, which wasn't at all how I pictured. See what now? No, it's what fine. That it was. It was not. It. Um, <laughs> like yeah, Charlotte, no, I know. Charlotte's just shrugged into her clothes and is like, "I'm sorry, what?" Yeah, no, it was. Um, she, she, she and um, but like, but like, um, not in like the cool like we've just had a fun evening. Uh, and it was like a thing oh. we were both into kind of thing, more of like a surprise moment of passion slash uh, magic cannibalism. So not ideal, oh. really. Oh. Um, 
And then she, yeah. And then I had to lock her in the bedroom because she kept it. She, she won't stop trying to eat my magic parts. Has she always been a magic eating vampire or is this like new since she woke up? No, this is new. This is new. Yeah. I'm guessing whatever happened in that basement was not, not great. Didn't Jaden say like that he had what he needed from her or something. Yeah, he was also really excited to give her back to us, so uh. that really should have been a red flag. Well, she said they took her magic and that she needed it back, and she she wanted to know if she could have some of mine, and then she just tried to take it. Yeah. Well, I could lend her some crystals. Well, I don't think that's going to do it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Morris, come help me with this. And we push the large piece of furniture in front of the door. Okay. I get up. You all hear the shattering of glass from inside the room. Crap. Well, that's not great. She's probably just headed for the church. It seemed like that's where everybody went when I looked around for people. I'm headed down and I want to go out through the kitchen to the back door and see if I see her. You catch a glimpse of her running into the basement. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, is it bad if she goes in the basement, you guys? Yes, that's really bad. Okay. I'm going to take off after her. What's wrong with the basement? That's where all of her magic stuff is. Oh. (laughs) But if she needs to get her magic back, isn't that good? Yeah, this is not fully Adelaide right now. There is something else that is going on. Um, and Mag starts flipping through her book. Morris, Morris, I need, I need you to be ready to to trap her a trapper we don't want to hurt her okay yes yeah i'm out the door and in the basement oh man morris was really looking forward to killing adelaide (laughs) (laughs) if i follow her does that count as the what could go wrong move where i charge into danger without hedging my bets yes uh yeah you can do that you can do that uh everybody else rushes outside as well yes yeah yeah uh, you all arrive outside as Brad rushes in. All right, so I get to hold two. Tell me what I see. Uh-huh. Tell you what you see. Okay. You rush into the basement, and you see Adelaide in her somewhat destroyed sanctum. And she is, like, pulling items off of the shelves, and then you hear a sucking sound, and you see, like, I don't know, Charlotte, Rachel, rather. Yo, yo, What's yo. the color of Adelaide's magic? Um, I think almost like pure, like a silvery, creamy white, but it's like a very glittery. Okay, yeah, you see a silvery, creamy white that's got glitter in it, like, rush from the object she's holding and into her. Okay, does it seem to satiate her at all? No, she just keeps going. She's grabbing everything that she can. I'm going to rush up to her and I'm going to try to grab her and hold on to her and pull her away from it and say, number one, this isn't going to help. And number two, you're going to want this stuff later. And if you ruin it now, you're going to be pissed at yourself when we fix this. All right. Why don't you roll act under pressure? I will do that. Oh, or man. protect someone. I'll do act under pressure because part of that move I use is I could take two forward on an act under pressure roll. Holy shit. Nice. Yeah. Four. Good thing, too, because that's a, that was a one, which makes it a five, plus one is a six, plus two is an eight. Mm-hmm. So mixed wow. success. Scraped okay. up there. We love it. Yeah. Worst outcome, hard choice, or price to pay? I think the price to pay is... I'll let you choose. You can either take two harm, or you can eat a luck. 
Ooh. Eat of Luck is more interesting because when I when I spend luck points, the keeper brings my fate into play. So what do you choose, Dennis? Let's have her drain. I mean, since the whole thing about the Chosen is that you're tied to fate, you know, and all that, the luck seems pretty appropriate if that's what she's tapping into. So yeah. let's bring that fate into play. All right. So what are your fate tags? Oh, so, Brad. Hey. We want narratively interesting. This is the way to do it, right? So my heroic tags are you are the champion and you can save the world. And my doom tags are you can't save everyone and the end of days. Christ, great tags. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's really rough. Okay, so as you grab her, which you do successfully, you feel at... When you make contact with her skin on her arms, you feel your magic being leached from you. Mark off a luck point. Mm-hmm. We're going to go with one of your heroic tags. Oh. Mm. I'm not going to remove a heroic tag. That's not what I'm saying. Uh, we're going to go with it's the end of days. And as this happens, a great peal of thunder racks across the sky. And... Everyone outside sees a huge bolt of lightning strike down into the center of town. Whereabouts the church might be? Possibly. Mm. Adelaide lifts up as as you are restraining her and lets out a unearthly scream. And everybody else catches up to the door where Brad is struggling with this tiny framed skinny woman. Can I use magic to encase her in crystal? Why don't you just give her a headache? We are returning. We really to have the come full circle. Yeah, we have come absolutely full circle. Here it is. All right, I got, I got an eleven. Jesus. Okay. I got plus three magic now. Yeah. And I have the plus one going forward every time I don't fuck up. <laughs> this is why I'm gonna eat all of your magic. And if you do that, I'll cry, and then you'll feel bad. So here's the thing, Morris. You're using magic against an entity that eats magic. Man, this keeps happening to me. Yeah, it's going badly. So Morris throws a crystal across the room and it lands at your feet and you jump back and are pushed back by a crystal that just begins forming. It encases Adelaide. Morris, you feel the magic in the stones, right? But you feel that magic slowly seeping away. But not as quickly as the the other creature uh, destroyed your barriers. Can we tell? Is there visible indication that the crystals are weakening at all? No, not yet. Morris can say. Okay. It's not that rapid. It is a slow siphoning. It's just like a sense Morris gets. Yeah, exactly. Like heartburn. I mean, you are aware of your magic, right? Is this the kind of basement that is completely underground, or is this the kind of basement that has those stupid little windows at the top? No, this is completely underground. It's like a cellar. And you access it from the outside of the house or from, like, inside the house? Outside. There's storm doors behind the kitchen. I mean, we could just get out of here and barricade this a little bit better. No, look, guys, okay. She's trying to get her magic back, and if we leave her in here, I don't know. Like, we got to do something to help her, don't we? Can we? They took- We do. I don't think we're equipped yet. 
I think that that helping her get this back is going to be more than than what we can do under this this swinging blade that we have over our heads. I mean, it took a a a team of people and many months to get me to be human enough to do anything. Yeah, we got to talk about that at some point. I'll leave it for later. Well, I said at some point. Okay, look, I just okay. Morris, do you think that's going to hold like long term? Is she okay in there? No, no, she's eating it. <laughs> okay, this is what I'm okay, saying. So we need non-magical means. No, there are ropes in here. We did this. We did this like two weeks ago, remember? And I go over and get the ropes that we used the first time to tie her up. <laughs> <laughs> and I like, I like. Tie like I basically loop them all around the crystal and like tie them in a slip knot and like okay when the crystals break yeah, so we're gonna pull and it's gonna bind okay yeah that kind of thing brilliant okay so we'll put some food down here and or do we want to take her back in the house no I think she should stay in here <sighs> I think we're safest with her down here because I don't even do magic and she was still able to get to like the good stuff. Right? Or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what she'd do to Morris or to Charlotte or any of you. While Brad ties up the crystal in preparation, Mags will go upstairs and, like, make some non-perishable sandwiches, like, to leave down there with her for the next couple of days. And some wadi. And, and then we get one of those, uh, like, two-by-four things to put in the, the, the door handles. The basement door handle so that she can't push it open. Sure, sure, sure. Because we know it's just a little bolt on the inside and the doors open out. So uh, we can get two by four, crisscross it, and screw that stuff in. We'll get some lag bolts, put it on the frame. (laughs) No problem. Nobody's getting out of that. So as the sun sets on this day, well, the sun's not setting because it's dark as hell out here. There are uh, thunderclouds everywhere. And uh, it looks like it's going to rain. It feels like it's going to rain. You can feel the moisture in the air. But it just, it feels like it will never come. We end on this scene of everyone working together to like barricade the basement door and we slowly zoom the camera in past the door and into the basement and we see Adelaide's frozen form in the crystal and then at the very top of the the crystal we hear a and a small crack forms at the top Hey everyone, this is Nate. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Nameless Monsters. You can follow us on Twitter at namelessmon underscore pod and reach us by email at namelessmonsterspodcast at gmail.com. Monster of the Week was created by Michael Sands and published by Evil Hat Productions. If you like the show, please rate and review us on a podcasting platform of your choice and let your friends know you loved the show. 
We really appreciate the help. Be safe out there and happy hunting. We hope you enjoyed the music on today's episode. Most of our selections, including our show's theme song, Somewhere in the Dark, are used by permission of the composer, Holizna Radio, who can be supported on Patreon. Full listings and links can be found in our show notes and at namelessmonsters.podbean.com. Dennis. What? You look so disappointed, my dude. Well, I'm so sorry. No, 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 it's fine. I was going to say I think that uh just to just cherry on top of the cake when Mags is done screwing the 2x4s in, I'm going to get Adelaide's truck and I'm going to back it up into the yard uh mm. so that the bed mm-hmm. of the truck like the tailgate is like over the doors. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Brilliant. I love it. I also want to pass out to the three of them each a hunting rifle. Okay. Oh, this is great. Mine's broken. Fantastic. Fabulous.